The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Thank you to Courtney Cronin and Jesse Rogers for joining us today. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. And Black and Abdallah, good work. Guys are on tonight, 6 to 8. And then tomorrow they're on 9 to 11. We'll join uh, in at 11. We'll go 11 to 2. All day, live and local tomorrow, 5 to 9. Cap and Hoodie live in Indy, in Indy for the Combine. Ryan Poles will join him at 7.30. Black and Abdallah, 9 to 11. Carmen and Yurko, 11 to 2. Waddle and Sylvie, 2 to 6. And then Tyler and Meller from 6 until 8. So tomorrow will be a fun day. I'm bringing a television, a full-size television to dinner tonight. Not I mean, even an iPad. Him? Bringing it, it's going to be like a seventy-incher. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like you got to. Yeah, seventy-inch TV yeah. right there right. on the on the uh, on the table. Our kids aren't even allowed to bring tablets. To I heard dinner you guys busting his balls. You know that's when they're like three. You let them bring a well, tablet. Well, I still let them uh, because our it's kids piece, don't bring tablets. I I do because my you, kids are are nuts. You go and to a, an, an peace adult, and quiet. So you go to an adult dinner. Everybody needs to be an adult. Yeah. And you need to be able to carry on that's a conversation. Cool. Well, my kids can't make it that long. No, no I I said adults. Well, you you children, even, adults. The, the, the dinner it's really bad tonight is doing. an adult dinner. Oh, oh, I thought you meant no. that when Nobody you bring the kids to an adult thoughts like anyway. Yeah, football, basketball, yeah, thoughts, whatever. He's staring all the football experts there. No oh, one wants to watch the Bulls and oh, the Raptors. All I know is nobody cares. You skip it for a day. Who cares? Of course. Who cares? Yeah, well, you it's, sit it's there and you converse. Bulls game. Not only that, you don't know who you might be able to get tidbits of information from that are out there. Introduce yourself as the guy that discovered Kevin Garnett the rest of the NBA players. He doesn't need Dirk any Lewinsky. more distractions. Right. The man is is a walking distraction. Yeah. He he doesn't pay attention to anything. You put the, put the iPad dinner. down and dinner. listen for a second. You don't dinner. have to tell all the stories. Have you guys all been to... Yeah. I've never been Grace. to St. Elmo. Yes. Very never good. been there. Neither have I. I, go to, I think there's a place called either Prime 46 or Prime 48 down there that's exceptional also. Yeah. I've never been there. I anymore. wanted to go this year. Like, it's, the scene good. of the crime for me. Like, I get it. I was at the Hoosier Dome and not uh, Lucas Oil. Yeah, but still. But, like, I, you know, in 1989... Young lad oh. in his tight pants, weighing 175 pounds, puking because yeah, he had a stomach virus. Oh. And still had to go. Poor Waddle. Runs a 479 and a 481, 40 Not your Four Michael Jordan dash. moment. Five deuce five for the no, I was not. You, you, you had the stomach not. bug and you oh, failed. Yeah, I failed. I did not rise Boy, that's to the occasion. Timing. Jeez. Oh. What was your but, vert, you know, Tommy? What was your vert? I think it was 30. That's good. Oh, two inches shorter than yeah. that was 28. Yeah, you had a twenty-eight-inch vertical. It's yeah. pretty good. Johnny got some explosion. Yeah. Well, look yeah. at those calves. It's true. That look, it's me. it's so it funny. Like, like you're surprised. Look at, look you, at know, you. Like you're surprised. I bet you my vertical's about surprised. twenty-five inches. You put your hand in the ground and you look to the right, and there's Ditka and Bill Walsh. Clutch. Yeah. Clutch. 
And, you know, I mean, like, you're like, this oh. is not going to go well. This isn't going to go well. They've and they're all going to see time. it. Well, well, look see, like, they slow. He's probably sitting back like this with his eyes closed. Oh, I see here, been at St. Elmo's. I know this kid's dating Capaletti's daughter right here. I don't think that they were focusing. Good taste. I think they sit up there and they talk to each other. They're not looking at individuals. They're not really paying attention. Everything's recorded now. They're just looking at results. What's the number? What's the number? What do you run? Oh, when I hit that, when one. I hit the the finish line, I walked by and they go four seven nine. I was like, oh, oh no! And then I was like, okay, I'll do it again. What did you and think you were going to run? Not good. I'd been sick for the whole week, and I, and I and I'm slow, I didn't ask. sick and slow. Yeah, but I'm saying without being I've sick, I've been really like, good when, in the in the shuttle. But yeah, that's what you're in the shuttle. I know it was top probably five or six. That's I forget good. what it was. Yurko I was quick. A, a Yurko ran a four four four. That's fast. That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. That's fast, baby. And then you, then I run the next one. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, I'll get this one. Four eight one. I said, okay, it's over. Yeah, then then you tap. Game out, over. Right? Yeah, game over. But I'm saying, like, without the stomach bug, when you were training your fastest, were you about a four six training at your fastest? What if he was training? What if he was training? He was running. He was running. He was running to the alcohol store for Give me a ten or twenty. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna make it a full. I got to. Listen, this is what I prided myself on. I could do it all. Not well, but I could do, you you know, do it all. Do I was all. good in the classroom. Yeah. I could hang with the offensive and defensive yeah. linemen on partying. Yeah. And I could catch the football. You could catch. Like if I would have focused if I would have focused on one instead of all three, maybe I would have excelled well, in that what area. What was your training leading up to the combat? Oh, dude, like I would I did it all. I was everything. What does that mean? I was working with Mike Boyle. I think it was a specialist out of sure. Boston University. Yeah. I was working on explosion. I was gonna say like agility and yeah. explosion drills. Well, I was getting start. ready to go, man. He's working on his starts, because that's where you can get yourself a lot spend, of time out of the starts. Spent three days, you know. Yeah. Locked in a bathroom you, with a Tom, stomach virus uh, before going to Indy. Have you cool. ever thought how your life would be different if... I'd have gone to Wall Street you, instead no, of to Indy? If you'd have worked with Dickie Brasho. I would have went to Wall Street. And the boys on well, Wall Street. I was working with, Dick, with Dickie I mean, Brasho on my been, on You could have been the big time. short guy. You know, you could have been a banker. Yeah. You could have had the big short thing going on. Dickie and I could be co-owners oh, of the restaurant. And- exactly. Did you ever think about that? Like man, if no, I could have just no. ran a four eight nine four. No, but if you I need really if you need some double X Tommy Bahama shirts, you got to call me. We, yeah, I can we know exactly where to get a whole box yeah. of them. What if you had Don BB speed? Fell off, fell off a train. Well, I yeah. mean, if I'd had Don BB speed, oh, I would have been man. drafted. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, how, how would your career have been different? I don't know, but I was a listen. I was the fifth or sixth leading receiver in college football my senior year. If I go out there and run a Don BB time, I'm going to be drafted in the first three rounds. You would absolutely. I didn't. I ran an offensive lineman's yeah. forty. You get time. treated differently too. You get treated differently. I know. Of course. Oh, now yeah. he's got a speed camp. Yes. Yeah. yeah the Waddle Speed Camp instead yeah. of the Don yeah. Davies yeah. Speed right. Camp. Small, slow, and listen. That's the Hampton said it to me from like oh, rookie year. Small, slow, and friendly is no combination for this league kid. Small, slow, and friendly. That's you're gonna have right. to. You have to improve in at least one of them. Uh, yeah. You're not gonna get any bigger. You're not getting any faster. So, so you gotta be, be mean. Be mean. It's like, Dan, I can't be any meaner. What do you mean? Who am I going to be mean to? You can't be mean. What are you going to do? It is what it is, right, Johnny? I love you. Know, it, it is, it is, is what it is. Fine. The stories in the yeah. combine, though. Your coach talked about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah it's all children. good. My favorite it was a great story. Great kids. Four great kids. Did you retell the story, Yurko, about uh, the coach? 
who saw the picture of no, you? That no, that was the draft. draft. That's a draft story. Oh, that's the draft? That's yeah. the draft story that saw the was combine the, picture. The combine picture. Lindy yeah. and Fonny. Lindy and Fonny. Yeah. Oh, is Lindy with us now? It's the ah, underwear picture? I yeah. don't know. Well, it's just in the shorts. It's the Tom Brady picture. Yeah. You're in the shorts and whatever your body is, yeah. what your we body tell is. that story. This is my favorite. Oh, I, as in an all-star game first, I was at the blue-gray uh, game. And they were taking pictures there. They always took a picture. You went up. They told you your name, height. Yeah. 60104. Yeah. Or was it? No, 6014. 61 and 48 of an inch. And then you turn. You look at the guy. You walked and you walked through. And you walked through the people. Like a, you know, like the aisle. Like a runway. Yeah. They say he's a throwback. They say he's a throwback. <laughs> they say he's a throwaway. Jeez. I'm looking at a throwback. They're commenting as you're walking yeah, the runway. Like it's the yeah. runway. Like it's the modeling show. <laughs> but you're going it out. It truly is a meatball. Yeah, it's exactly. It was there. I didn't know, know that they were commenting like oh, construction yeah. workers. Is I think, I think oh, they could get pictures of the robot. I think I heard he as they said. I, I think I heard robot. belly laughing from the stands when I crossed the finish line. <laughs> I think I heard some people giggling. They hear calendars turning. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so easy. Will you finish? We need to go to dinner. So I'll tell my draft story during the combine. How about that? So, what happened was the Packers were in touch with me and they were going to, thinking about drafting me. They didn't. They drafted Lester Archambault out of Stanford. Defensive end type, taller than I was. So, smarter. But, but I was on the radar. Smarter. I was on the radar. They decided not to pick me. So, as the story goes, I come to find out why they didn't pick me. I go there the next year after I was with Miami. So, I go there the next year. I go in for a workout. It's Hank Bulla, it's Dick Geron, it's uh, Greg Blosh. Jesse K, Tom Bratz is the, uh, the uh, general manager at the time. And they get me out there, and I run a great 10, a great 20. They don't care about my 40 because I'm a defensive lineman. They want to can I take off? Can I change direction? How strong I am? How agile are you? That's the whole process. That's what we went through. They liked it. So they come back. Uh, they, I go to Red Lobster because that was the creme de la creme <laughs> at the time. Red Lobster. And then they put me on, uh, took me back to Austin Straubel Airport, and I flew back to Chicago. That's the way it works. So the story is... This is the late 80s, early 90s. Right. I mean, my picture, when you see my picture, I mean, I look like what I look like now. You had a boiler. It's not good. Yeah, I had a Bimbeck my whole life. I've got got a stomach. So that's the picture. That's what I look like. And so uh, Lindy and Fonny comes in and goes, hey, how were the guys out today? You know, we had Marcus uh, Wilson was there, and we signed Marcus Wilson. um, And he was a great special team player for about two, three years until he blew his ACL out against the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. So I wasn't the only one that got hurt that day. But either way, right? So he's going and he's asking the questions. They're going back and forth. They're going back and forth. And then uh, I guess they were having discussions about how they don't uh, process the information well on draft day because they miss guys on draft day and they're a little bit upset. That was the conversation they've been having in the offseason. And Lindy gets my numbers, and they're all pretty good numbers. And he looks and he goes, this is what I'm talking about. How did we not get this kid coming out last year? And they flopped the picture of you well, on the, the table? the story was that when he saw my picture, he wouldn't draft me. How about that? He on a saw picture. my picture. He goes, there's no way in hell we're drafting this. That's bad kid. evaluation on we're, their behalf. Right. We're not going to draft it. There's, there's no, no way. No in, way Lindy and Fonny's quote, there's no way in hell we're drafting that kid. So he's ripping into his guys. How come we didn't know that this guy was out? Look at his numbers, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Jesse fires the, the, he goes, I want to see the dossier on him. He fires pictures the first thing he opens, and he, he opens, he laughs. There's Yurko's smiling he face. He laughs his ass off. 
He starts laughing. He closes the dossier and says, sign the kid. And that was it. They signed me because he looked and said, I'm the one that said, don't draft this kid. The best. I, I, we can't I love draft it. him. So Look at the way out. he looks. Yes. Don't yeah. judge a book by its cover. Amen, Amen, exactly. If that's not a lesson to be learned, I don't know what is. But nobody ever told me that story. I found that story out a little bit later, like in 95. So great. Somebody told me that story. He goes, Yurk. Oh, it probably was Jerron and Blosh who were sitting down contemplating during the playoffs. We had a little bit more time than we usually have. And then they sat down. And they told me the story, and they were laughing. I didn't learn the they story. Were giggling. I didn't learn the story about how, how, why the Bears signed me until several years later. Yeah. Because the and, and and I think Bill Tobin actually eventually broke it to me. But they only the only reason they signed me was because my agent also represented a kid, Randy Marriott from North Carolina, who was like a pre, you know a premium free agent that they wanted. So my. My agent was like, I'll make sure he comes to Chicago to you guys if you take the other kid, hmm. which was me. Yeah, he's brokering deals. And they were laughing. They laughed at him. Yeah. And we're like, wait a second. You're going to try and, and yeah. hold us hostage for this free Guy agent? Four seven forty. Because he said, they're both free agents, by the way. I just want you to know. And ultimately, you know, they kind of laughed and, and said, they okay, because they like the kid from North Carolina. But they can only bring 80 guys to That's the camp. Right. So th- those positions matter. Yeah. They matter. So you're like, you're going to get this? We got to sign him? Yes. And Tommy ended up sticking around. And he, he was gone. Perseverance, Tommy. Yeah. Is what it is. Love it. So there's a lot of good combine stuff, a lot of pole sound you guys and can the, play. And the cane deal is Kaner, done. Caner deal is done, guys. Sad. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, is it sad? You know, it's been well, sad for the last couple of years, it's and now it's sad. just sort of... And it's sad what they ultimately got for him, right? Isn't that sad, too? A f- maybe a first, like Yurko said, who knows, depending on how well they do, it goes to be a first. It could be picked 28. A second I mean, and a fourth, and right? A, that a, it's second a condi- and a fourth. A conditional second. What no, it's it a second that could be a first. First, right. Wait, so yeah. isn't that termed yeah, a conditional, conditional second? round pick, yeah. What would it have been if they did it when Johnny told them to do it? Oh, a couple of first rounders. You don't want to know. Oh, back then. You yeah. don't want to know. You don't want to know what it was. It I mean, we'd be speculating, but yeah, he'd be the premium guy coming out yeah. two years ago, three years ago. Sure. Like, yeah. good for him, though, right? I mean, like, I don't know what'll happen to well, him in listen, New York with the he, Rangers, but, like, nothing right. was happening here. But he could come back and sign yeah. with all these draft picks PB and everything. Said, yeah. You never know could. what's going to happen. He could. PB said that, yeah, there is a good chance they could he sign comes right back and signs yeah. in the offseason. Uh, okay, well, okay. That's what you wanted to do with Wilson Contreras from the, on the north side, isn't it? You now wanted to trade him and sign him. Yeah. Now he's telling you the Cardinals are a better organization. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He hates the Chicago yeah. Cubs. Well, he hates him because well, they didn't pro- sign him. I understand why he right. hates them. He doesn't hate his teammates. Right. He hates the front office. But he hates the ownership. But he was begging. He, he was begging to stay for years. We understand, including yeah. this last. So if, if he thought they were so I, like, and I love Willie, and I questioned Jed just a month ago at Cubs convention on why they didn't come. But if the Cubs were clearly the worst organization, right? Why did he? Wh- want to stay? Why for all these years did he want to stay? Yeah. Ah, that's just stuff guys right, say. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. There's, there's, feelings. A, there's a difference between the Chicago Cubs as a baseball team and individuals that are responsible for your future and their thoughts on you and how they value you. By so, the way, what was the offer? He may they... have loved being here, but he did not love 
the guys that were in charge. Well, he told you guys. What was the final well, Jesse offer? Said Jesse he, disputed yeah, it. Yeah, he said it was like though. four. Or Jesse said it was written like six for 36. Six for 24. <laughs> but Jesse said it was really, I think, six I, for 36. I mad at him he that he so. didn't do the prices Right game with me. Could we have Jesse? to buy it? We, no, that, that Waddle. Waddle. Waddle told me when we oh, got yeah, back from okay. vacation oh. that he was on. And, and right, that he, he said this because... If he would have quizzed me on this and said, Will Wilson Contreras told Carmen and Yurko what the last offer was, I would have started at like... 80? Yeah. like if, if He said it was a six-year offer. What do you think the Cubs offered Wilson, yeah. according to Wilson? Yeah. I would have started at, well, it, if it was six million. years, it's got to be six years, 80 million, the starting point. <laughs> like, or something like that. Like It's not like, it's more than 10 million a year. Because six like and then the, here, here's the here's the answer. Yeah, I mean uh, this is uh, oh, no, this, for me. The, I like on. this better. That that's his. Uh, that's his. I like the Cardinals yeah, better. That I had the other one, but never mind. Yes, yeah, six for twenty four. But Jesse said he got that wrong. It was really I think Jesse said six for thirty six. Okay, which so still was crazy. Still, We're yeah, like, it's what? still what? still ridiculously low. Yeah, they did, they he, didn't like him. He, no, yeah, I I mean that's pretty apparent. Yeah, he's begging him to stand there. Like nah. So for whatever their reasons are. You know, we were, uh, obviously we weren't on the air, but for a short period of time yesterday, I heard you guys talking about, I think we feel the same way about, I watched some baseball this weekend and then yesterday, and I think it's fantastic, the pace. It's going to be good. I don't give a rat's ass if it's three hours and 15 minutes, as long as the pace is what it is. It takes me, it doesn't take me to the future, it takes me back to years ago watching. It's like Theo said to Cap and Jay Hood, it's like they will find a rhythm. And, and Theo was like, look, I put a video on of Louis Tion pitching in whatever it was, the 75 or 76 World Series. And it was deliver the pitch, re- retrieve it from the catcher, deliver the pitch, retrieve it from the catcher. That's baseball how I knew it. That's what's so happening So it's not now. like changing the game. Yeah. It's actually going, going back, back to yeah. way, the way it was. Get it and go. Let's go. Yes. I mean, that's it. You know, In two months, you won't, you, you won't, you won't know. And you'll, again... Uh, Greeny did the math on how many hours you're going to end up saving. But again, like you said, it's not a matter of the time. It's just a matter of a quicker yeah, game. But yeah. think about all these games at night now that start at 7. And if you're done at 9.30, get to streaming quicker. You know what I mean? Like you're, like a West Coast game that starts at 9. It's You're not going to be – you don't have Until to worry about watching. 12, to, yeah, 12, 15, 12, 30. <laughs> You're, you're done at 11. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never worried about watching the baseball game. wouldn't put it on game. anyway, but. It's 11.30. guy. I swear to God. That's, hey, listen, if you're number one so baseball, so you get the three-minute recap for the next, for the next day. Look, if you're a player as well, you're not standing around out there for three and a half hours. You're actually uh, you're, you're at Chicago hey. cutting them maybe uh, for a couple yeah. of drinks afterwards by 10 o'clock. Come on. You know, you're, you're, the, the, you're engaged more. You got uh, stuff more, to do afterwards. More, more family time. Yes, it's all good. <laughs> More party time. Whatever. More, more, Same uh, thing, party more time. Time. dinner. So you don't, you don't let your kids have tablets. See, no, not like, at dinner. No, like we went, at... like, for instance, we went to the Saluki game on Sunday. I saw the pictures. We went, guess where we went afterwards? After the Some Italian joint on Taylor Street. You're, you're sort of, uh, well, not that close. Uh, you went to uh, the place there, in, uh, not on Taylor Street, but the other place. We didn't go place? anywhere uh, in on La Taylor Street. Uh, That's a good, I, we love La La Shuttle. Shuttle. That's awesome. That's a good one. That's well, not a place you'd probably take the kids. Not in that area, but in the city. Like, where's where's a place that I love in the city? Oh, 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 I do know your places. Peace. But, uh, no, no. Oh, you went to Peace. All I right. I know you're going for pizza. I mean, like... 
Go for pizza. I'm yeah. Pizza Man. Pizza Man. We went to Peace. Nice. It was packed. It of was course. it was fantastic. So good. Um, I got and I got to start. Were they well behaved? Oh uh, well, no. Clam and bacon. They're, they're, never, they're never well behaved. Clam and bacon. Well, what the no. hell? We did a white pizza with cheese for the kids. We did a uh, red pizza with half pepperoni, half uh, banana peppers. Waddle loves the banana peppers on oh, their pizza. That's fantastic. Surprise. Yeah. My wife loves what the banana that, pepper, I too. I love the not surprised. The banana paper, peppers. Huge yeah. fan. She like hot peppers. Yeah, I know. They're not hot. They're sweet. Well, sweet. Those are yeah, sweet banana peppers. peppers aren't hot. You're going to have me either way. You're going to have me either way. Sweet, hot and sweet. I like it. We walked in. fact, in my dad's garden one time, they cross-pollinated. They all became hot. My dad was I bet he was. Oh, I can grow some jalapenos. But too. but they're watching the iPad so my wife and I can enjoy. Mm. You know, that so we don't have to they don't sit, they can't sit what? there for an hour and a half and 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 just they, are, they, they do invite get Cap to come with you and the three of them can sit watch, there and watch games. games. Can watch Bulls and Raptors. Yeah, right. So and that's the other story. We walk in. Uh-huh. It's packed. Jammed. They got television screens all over peace. No table for four right here in the middle right now. Walls are covered. Two th- this was at 3.30 in the afternoon. The Bulls game started at 2.30. Right. Cubs game, exhibition game. Great. Socks on TV. There's golf on TV. Oh, my. There's college basketball on TV. No Bulls. Not one television had the Bulls game on TV. Who, who wants you know, indigestion? Wonder, Why would you want it at a restaurant? You want an upset so, stomach? So I, asked, and, and I asked for they a might have, They might not have known it was a game. Well, 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 my, my question, my, my point is, this is an indictment on peace. There wasn't a person That's before sad. I got there that even requested yeah. put the Bulls for on. the Chicago Bulls to be on TV. Because I, in where we were, I said, hey, can we get the Bulls game on? They said, sure. Wow. So we watched... The Bulls game. That does mean no yeah, one you else. Want the Bulls no one, nobody yeah. wanted the Bulls game on TV. Brought down at Arby's. They've go got the, it on. Go to the bar across yeah. the street. Yeah, down, down, <laughs> take a left. Johnny. Go to the sports bar across the street. Yeah. That's where we are at this point. Well, Not now, two in a row, Big bro. tilt tonight. They're chasing Toronto. Yeah. Do you see Pat Bev's like line it. from Sunday's win? Zero points. Zero points, one assist. But he's the difference maker. Well, well look, it's intangibles, Kyron. Of course it is. Yeah, how do you measure it? You can't. How do you measure it? By, by height? With a ruler? I, uh, what's coming up on the show, boys? We got Mel Kuyper up next. Nice! And then we'll talk yeah. about the Patrick Kane deal uh, and where he figures into the the greatest of all time in Chicago sports. Pretty great. You want to react to Patrick Kane getting dealt today? Uh, we'll give you the details on that deal. Pat, uh, Big Cat, I'm sure, has great Patrick Kane stories. I just bought a... Uh, package of Stella Blue coffee. Yes. So you can tell uh, Kat I'm excited for Delicious it to arrive. And, and you're saving dogs. Uh, and I'm going to do a, a little review on it well, when I get it. You, what, can you do it live on the air? Well, I, haven't, I ordered it yesterday. Oh. I haven't gotten it yet. Okay. It's coming in a couple of days. There's some upstairs in Danny's office. So whole bean. I got the dark roast. Ooh, there you Ooh. go. The whole bean. So tell him uh, I, bought a, I bought a pack last night. Carm doesn't roll the way that we roll. Right. He does We're it all like natural. Yeah. I got the cake no, yeah, no, right. No, That's no. what I got. I got, whole I got. Bean. I got I the grinder. You're making, your own, you're making your own gravy. I get uh, yes, it. Yes, of yeah. course. So, yeah, I'm excited to try it because I'm hearing it's like legit good coffee. Yeah. So I'm very excited to try it. So tell tell Big Cat I'm excited. Big, I, I bought a package. Well, when you're talking to the Big Cat, oh there he four is, o'clock. four o'clock. All right. By the, the way, uh, big Mel, stool, big stool bar cat. I believe Mel Kuyper has the Johnny uh, Johnny the Good Kid process. Uh, listed in his last. He does. Mock, we talked is, about yeah. it. Yeah, he's got him going back twice. Yes, load up. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. All right Loaded boys. show. Waddle and Sylvie are next. We'll Loaded. see you starting at eleven tomorrow.
Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. All right, so uh, we're the deal for Patrick Kane. Looks like uh, it's going to be official here shortly. Everyone's reporting that it is a done deal. Emily Kaplan uh, just tweeted at many for others. A conditional 2023 second round pick and a fourth rounder, according to ESPN. Right. So uh, one and of the, the greatest athletes of all time yeah. in the city of Chicago. You talk about the three cups. You talk about MVP. You talk about Showtime. Talk about at times very polarizing. Yeah, overcoming uh, a lot of off ice uh, issues. Um, Patrick Kane, well, maybe the greatest Blackhawk ever. Some like when I say that, some say, "Oh, yeah, for sure." Others will say, "Well, wait a minute." I mean, there's Makita, there's Hall. That's for others uh, to figure out. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I happen to believe he is the greatest hawk of all time, with the way they won and and. Um, from the 09 to the end of the 16 run, every single year, the greatness that happened, uh, one of the greatest goals of all time, the where is the, the puck? They still never found the puck, I don't believe. But for a few seconds there, no one know, knew if he scored in overtime against Philadelphia in game six to end the drought of the, the first time since 1961 to win the Stanley Cup. So we'll have more on that. Uh, Big Cat will, I'm sure, have some great stories. He followed those teams and was in town for those cup wins. Um, and then uh, Eddie Olchek we're communicating with uh, should hop on with us at some time before 6 o'clock. But, yes, uh, the Rangers are acquiring Patrick Kane for a conditional second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round pick. Um, the second-round pick turns into a first, according to Emily Kaplan, if the Rangers make the conference finals, however, that first round pick would be in either 2024 or 2025. As PB told us as well, you know, then obviously you never know what the future holds. He may be back here at some point as well before he finally hangs up his skates. So end of an era, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and and like the 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 run of great hockey has has been over for quite some time, right. and there's been a lot of. A, just a lot of stuff with this Blackhawks team, and and there's a long way to go. Um, Mel Kuyper Jr. is going to join us here shortly. There's a mock draft out, another mock draft, and as we move along more, like the first one, I think he kept it simpler. Yeah. Um, and now as we continue to advance, he's got it where the Bears are trading down not once but twice. I love it. That, to me, is the... I, that that's the best I could hope for right now. I guess you could paint me an even more glorious scenario. But if you can move from one to two and then two to four, like consider me a fat and happy Bears fan. He doesn't have the exact Cups. draft cap. Yeah, he doesn't have the the draft capital in return or the 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 picks in return coming back. He like he hints at. What it could take, he like for all those who think that the Bears could get a second in the twelfth for for Houston to come up from two to one, he says that's not going to happen. He's hinting that maybe the third round pick 
the the Houston goes from two to one for, um, and then you get the the Texans second round pick for a third round pick. If I told you that they could trade with the Texans first and then the Colts and still end up with Jalen Carter at number four, yes, you'd be pretty happy. Right, right. You? Greeny was talking about that that Chicago. That is a dream scenario. Dream scenario. And Mel Kiper said uh, on on Get Up today that. It's still his number one overall prospect. And Mel Kuyper Jr. joining us right now on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Uh, Mel, we told you, we, 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 I mean, look, we weren't lying. We're going to keep you on speed dial, and we appreciate <laughs> you joining us. Thank you. Well, I knew I was coming on today, so I wanted to make it the dream scenario for the Bears. You know? <laughs> Instead exactly. of to try to do that. But, no, seriously, it, it's a possibility. If you, if you can get that type of deal, you're guaranteed – a defensive player, whether it's Anderson or whether it's Carter, and Carter would be the preference for me. But uh, you know, that's a, that's a strong possibility. You could work that out. Where even if you just move from one to four, you could possibly still get Carter without moving with a Houston, because obviously Arizona needs more of an edge guy than an inside guy. So, uh, and if they even if they did take Carter, you'd get Anderson. So either way, I don't think you're in bad shape if you're the Chicago Bears. In fact, you're in great shape to be able to get the number one player at least on some boards with the fourth pick overall. So just to reiterate, Mel, like you were saying. To be able to trade down twice, to add more draft capital, and to walk away with possibly the best player on your board is the dream scenario. Yeah, and also a key positional need area for the Bears, something that, of course, getting those extra draft choices to help out your franchise quarterback in Justin Fields, whether it's O-line, whether it's skilled people. You don't just need one defensive lineman. How about two? Uh, and try to you know use those draft choices wisely. So, uh, to me, if you could work that out, and I think right now you have to believe there's going to be an opportunity. Now, you don't want to move down too far, and I think Indianapolis, luckily, desperate for a young quarterback, and Houston as well. Now, what you have to see here is, once the process is over, do they view one quarterback, their QB1, whoever that is, as head and shoulders above the other two, or significantly ahead of the other three? And if they do, they're going to go get them. If they feel like, okay, we're okay, we're Houston, we're okay getting our, our QB2, then they're not going to move up. Because they need help in a lot of places. They can't afford to give up a lot of draft capital. So maybe Houston says, nah, we're okay at two. We're getting C.J. Stroud. We're getting Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. We're good with that if Bryce Young goes one. Uh, But if Indy says, hey, I don't want to wait till four, somebody could even jump into three and we could get our fourth quarterback. So we got to do something. So uh, you're hoping that somebody wants their QB1 desperately to get that number one pick. Mel, we know that Jalen Carter's number one on your board. What do you say to those that are now mentioning that there is this issue? issue with him or that issue or what 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 do you say to the folks that have any type of negative thing to say about Jalen Carter I'll say they said the same thing about Chris Jones coming out of Mississippi State and how'd that work out you know I mean now he went in the second round that's when John Dorsey was the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs and they tried desperately to get you know uh Paxton Lynch didn't work out he went to Denver think about this guys and I said this on the radio before the Super Bowl had that had they gotten Paxton Lynch Kansas City, and they tried to. Remember, Denver Denver ended up with them, but Kansas City tried to. They would not have gotten Chris Jones because they traded down after they didn't get the trade done. They moved out of the first round entirely, out of day one entirely, picked on day two. I think it was pick 37. Next year, they got Patrick Mahomes. Had they had Paxton Lynch, he would have been redshirted. They would have had no interest in Patrick Mahomes. So Mahomes and Chris Jones would not have been a chief had that deal been worked out, which they tried. Sometimes the best deals are deals that don't get consummated, don't get worked out. That was for the Chiefs. Let's face it, where are they without Mahomes and Jones? Okay, give me a break. 
right? So that, that's how close and how fragile and how close you are to being really good, dominant, great, or just being a mediocre team. Decisions like that can make or break in for the Chiefs. The deal that they tried to make and were disappointed they didn't get done turned out to save that franchise. I think Paxton Lynch just got cut by his XFL team as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Mel, I know you, you, you argue and you disagree sometimes with Todd McShay. When McShay brings up Jalen Carter character issues, do you disagree with that? Yes, uh, I do, and Todd knows that because we've had our, you know, our back and forth on that. Uh, you know, how do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, I'd say, what, what are you talking about? Define what you mean. You know, it, you know and again, I don't know. I, I have heard nothing except good. And it depends on who you talk to. You might talk to it. And sometimes teams will say stuff to drop a player down. We've heard that over the years. I don't get into character. I, I think that's something, boy, you better be sure. Char- a question of kids' character playing football. I mean, they're out there gutting it out. They're playing through injury. Jalen Carter had two injuries this year, knee and ankle in September. He came back and played. Now, this is a guy came back and played after they'd already won a national title. He could have shut it down. He didn't. He came back and played and played pretty well. So, I think that's a true test of character there, right? Okay? I mean, Nolan Smith, a great defensive player, was already out for the year at linebacker. You know, they didn't know what was going to happen down the road. He already won one national title. I got the draft coming up. Why am I going to risk coming off an ankle and knee injury and playing football? Well, he came back and played. So, I give him a ton of credit for that. Mel, trading down, how far is too far where you think that they would jeopardize missing out on a player that could be a, you know, a generational type regardless of position? I'd say you don't want to get past five. Yeah, I mean, because you, you, then you're losing, you're losing a defensive player that you really need up front. And that's where I say if you get the four, then you're guaranteed it. If you get the five, you probably because three quarterbacks go, you're still probably okay. Uh, but I, you, you got to be really careful, uh, you know, because you don't want. And that depends upon. See, I don't think Will Anderson, guys, is the next Miles Garrett or Von Miller. I've said that over and over again. I don't see the bend. I don't see the explosive first step. I saw guys like Darnell Wright neutralize him this year from Tennessee. Darnell Wright's going to be a first round pick. He's a good player, but uh, yeah, he tried everything imaginable. Nothing worked. Now that that could tell you why Darnell Wright's projected to go in the first round. I'm going to watch. That's 16. But uh, to me, Will Anderson's maybe a 10-sack a year guy, which is fine, which is good. I don't think he's 18 uh, to 20. So uh, that, you know, I think that, how do people view him? Jalen Carter is a disruptor inside. Uh, yeah, i got to believe both those guys will be highly coveted, but you got to decide which one do you value the most. Nick Casario today spoke at the Combine. He's running things uh, with the Texans. And he said, look, we're fine with many guys at number two. Um, that's what he's supposed to say, of course. He would never say, look, I, I want to go up to number one. But a lot of people call and say, why would the Texans want to go up one spot? How do you, as someone who hasn't mocked them trading up to number one, how do you answer that question? Well, they guarantee their QB1. See, the people say, well, well, if you don't go there and somebody else does, you don't get your QB1. So if they say they love Bryce Young, well, they got to go get him at one or somebody else like the Colts could jump up there. So if you want your QB, you can't sit at two when somebody else is going to jump to one. So, that, you know, it happened, if you remember the Trubisky trade, it was three to two, I believe, correct? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was one spot. Us. So yeah, it didn't work too well, but yeah. I mean, that was, there, there was a method to the madness because somebody else is going to get that guy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but I think when you look at that move, it's to say, okay, we're getting, if you're Houston, the quarterback we deem the best in this draft. Now, like I said before, if they feel there's very, you're splitting hairs here between Young and Stroud and, and Levis, then they're not moving. They're not moving. But if they feel like, I know Todd thinks Bryce Young is Patrick Mahomes and, and Steph Curry. 
He said that. So if, if, they, if somebody out there believes, and I don't believe that, but Todd does, and some other teams have echoed similar things, if the right team thinks he's Steph Curry and Patrick Mahomes, or, or a smaller Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry coming, then you're taking him. You're, you're going up and getting this guy. If he's that good, he's better than the other guys, because you're talking about a two-time Super Bowl champ and a, and a great NBA scoring machine. So come on. But it depends upon how the teams feel that need a quarterback, and that would be Indy. And you know, I, think Chris ba- I think Chris Bauer, to me, when I look at Indy, I think they want a bigger quarterback. That's why I made the four-to-two move. Because I think, I think uh, they're going to go up to me and get Stroud or Levis or Richardson. I think they want the big guy. Uh, I, I think, you know, Bryce Young is an outlier. Uh, you know, he's 5'10 and a half. I said 195 is the bar for me. Better be high, that or higher to get the three QB one over Levis. Uh, we'll see. But I, I just think Bryce Young is no slam dunk for me. Put it this way. If you ask me would I trade up for Bryce Young, I'd say no. What are the hmm. what is the rest of the NFL and the people you talk about? How much concern is there about his size, Mal? It, it's a, it's a definite concern. I asked people that. I said if you were picking, and some of the teams I talked to, keep in mind, guys don't have the, a pick that where they need a quarterback. So you're just asking them in general. If you needed a quarterback and you're picking one, would you take Bryce Young? And they say no. Uh, and, I, and I'm not saying all of them. I had two of them say no. And they said no, uh, that we could not get past the, the size. Yeah. Because you know, it, it has never happened. In the, I've been doing it 45 years, guys. I went back and checked even. There's never been a quarterback. When I say this size, I'm not talking about the height. I'm talking about the totality of size. Height, weight, right? The weight. We've never had that before in the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, Mel, what, what do you say about the, the rise of Anthony Richardson of late? You know, he's worthy of being in the discussion in the top ten. I don't see him number one overall, but, hey, I didn't see Baker Mayfield going ahead of Josh Allen either. Um, so and he should have. The, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, that sometimes things happen. I, you never, I never eliminate anything from the equation that you hear at this time. Because Anthony Richardson, after the Utah game, first game of the season, September 3rd, looked like he could be the number one pick overall. I mean, he was fun. The next week, though, he's at 40%, couple picks. Only four rushing yards after he went for 106 rushing yards and was at 70%. Uh, and at 106 rushing yards, like I said, that first game against Utah when he led them to an upset victory. But the inconsistency throwing the football, the inaccuracies, even on layups, bother me. Can, and I said today, I'd go to Josh. I'd say, Josh Allen, who are your guys that helped you get better from an accuracy standpoint? Who are those guys? I want to work with those same guys. That's what I would do. If I'm drafting uh, Anthony Richards, I'm putting him in contact, and I'm going to be out there with him day after day working with those same guys that Josh did. Yeah, Mel Kuyper for another minute. Uh, Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Mel, if the Bears would choose to trade down a little further from top five and, and play around like around eight or somewhere like that, what about the two offensive linemen, the local kid Pete Skaronsky, um or, or Paris Johnson Jr.? Are they getting sure things in those two guys? Skaronsky is interesting. He's a great player. I mean, he took over Slater. You know, remember, it was out the COVID year, and he stepped in at left tackle as a freshman, did a great job. He just has those 32 quarter, 32 and a half arms. And that's something you don't want in a left tackle, especially a 6'3 and a half left tackle. Um, you know, but has it happened before? Yes. Uh, but again, there's an outlier. And uh, I mean, Bill Polian always stressed this when we were with Bill up there at ESPN preparing for the draft. Don't draft outliers. He said, I don't, you don't do that. 
Yeah, well, Drew Brees come along as a six-foot court. Yeah, that's not, but I don't draft outliers. And, and Bryce Young is an outlier, and certainly Peter Skronsky is as a left tackle outlier. I say this, Skronsky is a guard center. Boy, I'd take him in a second. There's no question. I think you could project him there and, and great. Uh, I think Philadelphia would be an ideal spot because they, they're looking for a guard. And they could move Dickerson to center for Kelsey. If he moves on, you know, had a great career. The other uh, guard is a free agent. So I thought Skaronsky more as a guard who could play left tackle in a pinch. I mean, you know, and I think he could maybe even do a really good job at left tackle. But the, the arm length and the height together makes it a little, I'd say, questionable. Mel, was there, were there similar concerns about Slater coming out of Northwestern arm length? Yeah, not as much as this. Uh, okay. yeah, this is, like you say, not as much here for, for Slater. But, uh, again, remember when Brad Hopkins came out of Illinois, he had a great career in the NFL. He was 6'3 and change, a little better arm late, but not much. Uh, but, again, these are outliers. So, again, there's not that many. When you look at the history of that position, again, you can, you can catch lightning in a bottle in a lot of spots. But to draft those guys is now, now with Skaronsky, you say, well, when, why project him 10? Well, he could be a pro ball. He could be Quentin Nelson. He could be Zach Martin. He could be, you know, John Hanna, he could be a great guard. You know, his father was a great tackle for the Green Bay Packers. His grandfather, excuse me, was a great offensive tackle for Lombardi's Packers. Uh, you know, he's just all football, blood and guts football. So, for me, I want Peter Skaronsky on my team, and I think there's a chance he could play left tackle. But as a guard, uh, you would be thinking you're looking at a Pro Bowl caliber performer inside. What about Johnson? Do you like Johnson? I think he's talented. He was heavily recruited, high grade coming out. He played guard as a junior as, as a, uh, in 2021 and uh, left tackle this year. I think his technique needs to be improved. He needs, he needs an offensive line coach who will work with him. The talent's there. Somebody's going to take him pretty high. I'm going to Tennessee. He was desperate for an offensive tackle. So I think Paris Johnson Jr., when you mock it like I did, I think Tennessee at 11 would make sense. But he needs a little bit of work. He needs a little bit of coaching. But certainly, like I say, the talent since he came out of high school is in abundance. Uh, and, and one final thought from me. Uh, tell me, one of the guys I like, and I don't know why I've seen him play a bunch, and I know you have him at 26 going to the Cowboys, is Dalton Kincaid. How good a football player is this tight end going to be, and who would you compare him to? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when you saw him last year, Brant Keithy had been there, and he was catching a lot of passes and doing a heck of a job. And then all of a sudden, this year, Keithy got hurt, and Kincaid stepped in to that role and became a key element to that offense. And he was he had 16 catches in one game against USC during the regular season. Uh, he had 11 catches against Oregon. Uh, he had 16 receiving touchdowns the last two years. He's a real factor in the red zone. Uh, he's got excellent hands. He's got running after the catch ability. Uh, you know, Dalton Kincaid, uh, I thought for Dallas, I, I, I almost put him to Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville at 24 would make sense for Trevor Lawrence, get another tight end in the mix there. Uh, Cincinnati, I gave Musgrave and I gave Darnell Washington in New Orleans. That's four tight ends in the first one. Now, Kincaid, once he got an opportunity to be the guy, once Keithy got hurt, uh, they went to him early and often, and he rarely, rarely dropped the pass or, or didn't deliver. Mel, and finally, the the... The buzz, a lot of people keep saying, hey, the Bears could make a deal early to trade down. Ryan Poles talked about it today. Shefty on this radio station said it. Albert Breer has said it. What are, what are the advantages of making a deal early versus waiting? 
Well, you know, you can line up everything properly. You can you know exactly where you are. If you go, go from, say, one to two, everybody knows what's set in, in stone there. Uh, and then start your evaluations based on that. Uh, there's no mystery as to who your guy's going to be. I mean, you pretty much identify, if you go to a certain spot, who we're looking at there. Uh, and it will be one of two players, obviously. Um, so if you get the deal, I'd take it. I think there will be opportunities. I, I do think Indianapolis would be the hot spot. Uh, and I, I'm anxious to see what Seattle and Detroit do, because is Jared Goff their guy? I think he is. But there are some that say, ah, maybe they could get the heir apparent. Or, or, or maybe Seattle, which I suggested, could get the heir apparent to Geno Smith. And Anthony Richardson needs two to three years to be developed. What is Las Vegas going to do at seven? You know, they got to make a move as well. Carolina at nine, I had moving up. Those are the teams that really, is Atlanta satisfied with Desmond Ritter? So there's a lot of things going on there. Uh, you know, Tennessee's got Malik Willis, they got Dobbs, you got Tannehill situation. But I think the teams I talked about in the top ten are all, all quarterback teams, which, you know who that makes the happiest? It's Ryan Poles yeah, and yeah. the Eberfluss and the Bears because, hey, we're sitting at one and you want that quarterback, you better because Houston's going to take one. So if you want one, you better come up and get your guy. All right, so in your next mock for us, now have them trading down like to two, to three, and then to four, okay? <laughs> hey, whatever you want, guys. I, I figured I'd, I'd, make it, I'd make it interesting because, yes. let's face it, they're doing something. And I thought, if you, I just wonder what Houston wants. They can talk all they want about, okay, but you're not going to say anything now. You're not going to play your hand this early if you're Houston. But to me, you could still move up to one early on and say, hey, we got our guy. But, I, hey, there's no pro days yet. We don't even know what Bryce Young's height weight is. We don't know what he's going to look. He's going to throw at his pro day. He hasn't even thrown yet. He won't throw to his pro day coming up late in March. So until these pro days are over for these quarterbacks, I'd wait on that until that point and then make a decision on a trade. But you can't do it until the middle of March anyway. You're great, Mal. Thank you for everything. Thanks, Mal. Have a great day, guys. Enjoyed it, man. Take He's care. the best. Mel Kuyper on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. This is the dream scenario, <laughs> yeah. though, I think, for most of us. Yeah, yeah. Let's react to this uh, coming up. Uh, Ryan Poles spoke today. We'll play you some of what he had to say at the Combine. And the Packers, what the hell's going on with them? Lots to get to, plus the Patrick Kane deal's going down. It's Waddle and Sylvie.